0: It's the Fastlane on 101 ESPN with Jamie Rivers and Anthony Stolzer. Let's head to our celebrity line. We're joined by our guy, Kyle Hebert, defender for St. Louis City SC. And what a night it was last night for the club as it clinched an MLS playoff berth with a nil-nil draw against LAFC. What's up, Kyle. Hey, what's up guys? How's it going? It's going well. Congratulations to you and your teammates. I imagine that, you know, the the environment not only last night but after the game was great. What what's it like for you guys in your first season to clinch a playoff spot and also have an opportunity still to to seek out home pitch advantage moving forward here?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's something very unprecedented that uh, a lot of people on the outside did not see coming. And, and to be honest, I don't know if, you know, even people on the inside saw that we would have this good of a start to the year. You know, we expected to be competitive. We expected to battle for a playoff spot. But I think we've uh, – it's been fun, just exceeding expectations, proving doubters is wrong, um, and doing that as a collective, as a unit.
2: As a team, um, you know, you guys have had just a fantastic first season. But as a team, as you continue to proceed throughout the season here, are you guys now at the point where you're just expecting to win, expecting to compete in every game? And what I mean by that is just at the start of the season, being a new team, you want to compete, you believe in yourself, but you're just you're not quite sure. And then as the season's progressed, you guys have picked up momentum and now you're at a spot where you're still in first place this deep into the season. Like the belief has to be pretty high in that clubhouse.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. The the belief is there, the confidence is there. Um especially especially home games at City Park where the crowds behind us, we know it's gonna be a tough, tough play uh place to come for the opposition. And uh I think that's that's finding, you know, fine tuning and finding that balance where we want to have that immense self belief, but we also don't want to get, you know, caught up in in too much of the noise and the hype because then you start to lose a little bit of what got you to that place in the first place. So I think we've been, you know, finding that balance throughout the year.
0: Kyle Heber joining us right now on the fast Line on one hundred and one ESPN. Kyle, what what was said before? You know, I'm, like, take us back to the first meeting with the coaching staff. They're they're outlining what the goals were for the season, expectations for you guys. Was any of this on the radar from your coaching staff in terms of making the playoffs and, and being in a spot where you got 50 points?
1: Yeah, to, to be honest, I think that the thing that Bradley stressed from the beginning and you know from the top down was that they wanted us to be a collective and that they wanted us to be competitive. So you know, go out there and we're going to be competing and make sure we're competing in every game. And then actually before, I think we've talked about this before, but it's it's fun to reminisce back on our first game of the year at Austin away. They chucked up for all of us to see all the analyst predictions. And I think maybe one of the 14 analysts didn't have us dead last in the league. Um, and then all of their comments as well. How is this team going to score any goals? You know, it's a team of nobodies. It's a team of rejects. Um, and so that was kind of... That I think that was there was a lot of competition, a lot of talent, and then that was like the last little bit of fire that that started the blaze, that got the season off on the right start. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it's fantastic. I love hearing that stuff. Um, also, I, I love hearing just some of the individual successes too. Uh, reading up today that Roman Berkey who. I mean, he has been a rock star for you guys all season, but he was selected for the MLS team or all MLS team. Is, is that like first team all-star? Yes. Yes, that is. He's had a quite, quite a year. I mean, we've, I feel like we talk about him after every game, but for you guys in the locker room and just as part of the team, you know, how much confidence does it give you guys to have a guy like Roman Berkey back there in case things you know don't go according to plan?
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he really does it all for us. You know, I, th- I find often we end up talking about, you know, his quality with his distribution as a goalie. I think he almost maybe had an assist to, to Nico, uh, you know, this last game and then, you know, his ability as a shot stopper and goal. But then there's also the fact that we're a high pressing team, and so we're high up the pitch, and you see him in these balls in behind, I think at least once or twice in the game. He's coming 30, 40 yards out of his goal. He's he's sweeping up the mess behind us, um, and just giving you know giving us a lot of confidence because if you're going to press high up the pitch, you need 11 guys dialed in to being on the front foot, and that includes your goalie. And so I think you know just I was even uh, attuned to that last night. You know he, Roman was just doing an excellent job there as well.
0: Kyle, how much has your guys' approach changed throughout the course of the year? I know this was something that we had asked you at the first half of the but you know the first half of the season and we say, hey, you guys play a certain way maybe it's not conducive to the St. Louis summer heat. How much really changed or, or do do you guys just kind of you, you know what your identity is? It's the same it's the same as it has been uh and that's what you're going to roll with throughout the course of the year too.
1: Yeah, I would say our our identity, our principles, they they did not change game to game. Um you know, within those identity and those principles, we've got room to tinker like we're not a team that say we're going to have to be in this formation pressing or we're going to we're going to start pressing um, this high up we can press from deeper we can you know do do different stuff on the ball to get a breather as well um, even though we want to be dynamic in transition and so um, you know the big thing for us that I would say with our identity is that once we're going once one guy's like yeah I'm going here's a trigger we all want to go and so whether that's from the top of their 18, from, you know, the top of the, uh, the circle near half from halfway in our half, like when one guy hits the trigger, that's our identity. Those are our principles. We all wanted to follow and be, be together. So from, from that standpoint, I would say, no, it didn't change, but it was, um, you know, different tactical nuances were, were thrown in there to, you know, protect us, you know, in, in the heat and in those really hot months.
2: Kyle, I want to go back to just the fans here uh, for a second, and City Park in particular. I, I know that you know when I played, I always knew people on other teams, and you know you talk to each other whether it's pregame, postgame, and you kind of chit chat. But w- what is it about City Park that, f- first of all, that you feel gives you guys an advantage, and what is it about City Park that opposing players just hate about playing here? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would say momentum. You know, the ability of the crowd to, sh- to shift momentum, especially, I think we've seen it this year, especially when we score an early goal. And we score an early goal, and the crowd's noise is deafening. And the opponent, you know, they were feeling, you know, the, the pitch, and the interesting part is soccer fields don't have to all be the same size. And so our field is a little bit um, shorter than other fields to help us, as we press but then it feels like when we score an early goal and the crowd gets behind us for the opposition it almost seems like the field gets even smaller and the space gets even more compressed and uh i think that just takes away you know their composure on the ball which aids us tremendously
0: i'm interested maybe you don't know this kyle but how how much different can it be from pitch to pitch and do you have to be aware of that yeah. as you as you go into these these road stadiums?
1: Yeah, no. You'll you'll kind of walk on and you'll see. I mean, it's not like it varies a, a huge amount. I want to say, I could be wrong. Fields can be anywhere from seventy-two to seventy-four uh, to eighty yards wide, um, and then anywhere maybe from like one hundred and fourteen to one hundred and twenty yards long, hmm. um, and then you have fields within it's something like that with those specifications you'll walk on to certain fields you know oh, this feels narrow and usually you check for narrowness you'll check the where the 18 ends there's a, a white hash from the corner flag that shows okay this is 10 yards from the corner flag and then how close that is to the edge of the 18 yard box which is 44 yards wide that's that's your big indicator of oh this is this field is is wider or less wide than other fields, and then lengthwise, you're, you're usually, you know, that's more like just looking. I don't have a specific uh, measure for that, but you can kind of feel, um, get a feel for that as well. That's cool,
0: Kyle. Great stuff, man. We appreciate you coming on. Congratulations again to you and your teammates for clinching a playoff spot last night, and we're certainly looking forward to Saturday's match when you guys take on Minnesota, and hopefully, we get a chance to talk to you again soon here in the fast lane.
1: Awesome. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thanks, Kyle. We appreciate you. Kyle Hebert here in the Fastlane 101 ESPN.